the dawn of civilization. Primitive, dangerous, exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs the most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, this is James from Cave Dweller Music. I've got Brendan with me as usual. Um, today we have the guys from Afghan Haze and When the Deadbolt Breaks. Thanks for joining us. Hello, hello. Thanks for having us, are <laughs> What up, Aaron? What's up, John? <laughs> hello, buddy. <laughs> hey, dudes. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hello, everybody. So, uh, just for everyone listening, uh, do you want to let us know who we've got here and what you play in each band? Who wants to go first? What do you say? Alphabetical order. Uh, yeah, alphabetical ah. order. Good luck there. We'd, we'd spend a half hour trying to figure that one out. Um, <laughs> I was advised to be on math tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> All right, this is Randall. I play drums for Afghan Hayes. John, I do the vocal. Eric, I play bass. And John, I play guitar. There you have it. That's Afghan Hayes. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, young lads. There's no one else here. <laughs> pizza and beer. No more pizza. This is uh, Aaron from When the Devil Breaks. I do uh, guitar and vocals. This is Rob. I play drums. And I'm Steve. I play keyboards. Woo! Charlie's with us in spirit, but he's not here now. <laughs> Where's Charlie? What the heck, man? You guys had a sick show the other night. You're dipping in. Thanks, man. You guys, yeah, you too. Guys. Seriously. Hell yeah. You did. Thank that you. was fun. It was cool to uh, meet you guys too. That was a lot of fun. Like uh, that place is listening, cool, listening to the music for a while, and then you know we ho- did this whole you know collaboration with a uh, charity sampler, and you know um, it was really cool to just be able to like thank you guys in person and see you all, and really uh, get to dive into the the scene and listen to you guys just like fucking grind it out, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. Oh yeah, thank you, man. We 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 really we weren't really sure what to expect being a new club, uh, as far as like with metal type things, and uh, got a bunch of loud bands on the bill. So I wasn't sure if it was going to get shut down pretty quick or what, but it went really well and it was a fucking really good show. We had a lot of fun. Great time. Yeah, that place has an oddly good room. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely, like definitely does. Fun, but it sounds awesome. Yeah, no, nah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was the first time that I've ever been there. Yeah, it was only our well, same. It was only our first time too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Started there. That was delicate. Nice. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I definitely see some more shows going on there. That'd be a lot of fun, you know. Definitely. Yeah, Joaquin. He he sets them up there, and uh, he. He's planning on, uh, th- it was kind of a test run like the past, uh, like last weekend, um, our neighbor's band played there, uh, Murder Monday. They're, they're a good, like, like death, I don't know, what do you call them, like death metal, something like a death They're court. fucking, death yeah, they're like fucking metal, they're hard as fuck. Yeah. yeah. They put so, out a really good show. Yeah, so they played there last weekend, there was a really good turnout last weekend too, so hopefully things keep going on there, it would be really rad yeah no i think it would be a ton of fun yeah i I would go there to hang and see a show anytime just yeah any show that's sweet especially for the cougars (laughs) 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 
young Cougars <laughs> rolling up on Eric and I. Well, at, at my age, the Cougars are kind of retract us, those right? claws. <laughs> I don't know if I'm in that demographic anymore. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's fine. So you guys had uh, some uh, <laughs> albums out recently, Afghan Haze with Nihilistic Stoner Hymns. And when the deadbolt breaks, you guys had Until It All Collides, the remix. That was uh, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good uh, album. Yes, yes. Are you guys excited to get out there and play your new music since COVID fucked everything up? <laughs> yeah, we, we we have a couple shows booked. Um, we've got two new records coming out. We have two new Wind of Deadbolt, Deadbolt Breaks records coming out uh, this year on two different labels. Um, so hopefully if things don't get shut down again, we can do these shows. We're, we're playing the uh, Maryland Doom Festival in October, so we're definitely yeah. excited to get back out there and keep doing it you know nice are you able to touch on your new albums coming out yeah um uh, what do you want to know <laughs> oh anything like well who are you got uh, what do you got is it eps lps um yeah so originally like during the pandemic uh while everything was shut down we ended up writing nine new songs um and we we did a cover of a doors tune a second doors tune actually so we took those and uh, we started shopping them around and we didn't even stop to think that really it's too long for one record. <laughs> so, so we got picked up by Argonata records out of Italy. Uh, okay. And they wanted to do one LP to start kind of see how that goes. So we looked at it. We're like, well, that's really all we could fit was five songs on. It. So we had a whole nother five songs. We're trying to figure out what we wanted to do with those. And we decided to shop it around to other labels and we got picked up by um, uh, Electric Talon Records out of Pennsylvania. So what we're doing is it's almost like a part one and part two of one album, really. So um, it's called uh, As Hope Valley Burns is the album that's coming out on Argonata. And that's going to be on vinyl, vinyl and digital. And then As Hope Valley Burns Eulogy is coming out on electric talent on cd and digital uh, so it's it's almost like it's almost like a double disc but we didn't want to do the double disc because we felt like it was kind of uh kind of cumbersome so this is a better way for us to do it more unique i guess okay so we got to pick it up from both record labels to kind of get the whole the whole kit and caboodle yeah and it's not it's not necessarily like, it's not you know it's not like a concept album it's not a story or anything like that but okay um both you know, we split it up so both albums are definitely very unique. Um, so we, we just felt it was, it, you know, like I said, it was a more unique way for us to go about doing it instead of doing a double disc, um, blowing all your load at once, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Peter North of doom metal. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. God damn. Uh, you better quote that somewhere. If not, I will. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> be the rock so hopefully the around... Uh, uh, late fall, mid fall, they'll be out. Vinyl pressing plants are pretty backed up right now, so it's kind of a waiting game at this point. Okay, we'll be able to catch it digitally before uh, things arrive. You know, maybe. Um, I'm not really sure exactly what they're planning. I know, you know, as far as from the second from the eulogy record, we are going to be releasing one song uh, at least for streaming um, early September. So. Do you guys know if um, Electric Talon was the label that put out Wax Mechanics last year? Because it sounds familiar. I think they're the guys that put that album out. 
I, I believe it's the same label. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah it's a small label from Pennsylvania. Um, uh, uh, Stephen from Stone Eye actually runs it. Uh, oh, okay. So they've got a really good attitude. They've got a really good game plan. So, um, it just, you know, between both labels, it seemed like it was a good plan to go with. Awesome. Yeah. And what about you guys um, from Afghan Hayes? What's coming up for you with your new album? Um, well, what we originally planned was we were going to try and do like two uh, full-length LPs for our next release just to be like, haha, we got that many songs. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that didn't end up happening uh, due to things on my, my end. Um, but I guess what we were going to do now is we're going to do a few EPs and a full length in what order I do not, <laughs> but we have artwork already for one of them. Yeah. So we're, we're ready. Under, we're underway right now to do an EP pretty soonish. Yeah. Very soonish. Yeah. So we'll have at least yeah. like four more tracks coming out now. Uh, well in the re in the near yeah. future. And then, uh, so that'd be the EP for it. We've been jamming. Yeah, we got like, a lot, forever, a lot of stuff. We just wrote three more songs. That's yeah. awesome. We got, it, is that, um, like the result? Next, I'm sorry. Four song EP, bang that out. And then after that, we'll do an album. I mean, just keep writing. Play shows. Play, yeah, you know? simple. Play shows, keep writing. Make what down. Yeah. Keep rolling. Are those going to be uh, independent or are they going to, you can go uh, try and find a label for those? No. Do it ourselves. Yeah. I tried shopping around stuff to people and I get frustrated really quickly. So I said, fuck that. Yeah. Someone else wants to deal with it. Let's go right the fuck ahead. If not, just fucking put it on ourselves. Because <laughs> yeah. I can't. Have patience, like, yeah. hey man, you like this album? You don't get back. Like, somebody knocks fuck. on our band room door. <laughs> I don't have the patience. Here, we'll just do know, it. Yeah, we're trying to put it ourselves. Talk us into it, but yeah, no. But like, the more music we make, like, just you know, the more experience we get with just like right. talking to people, meeting people, recording. Oh, yeah. You know? Do you remember when we first met her? I do. Yeah. So do oh, I. Yeah. Can you tell us? Well, yeah, we were uh, special. Rand, it was like a buzz in here. Yeah, it's the only way I, I, I walked in it. the room. Randall was in the room, and here we are now. Yeah, yep. Base, the, the rhythm section was born on that day. You're missing. Was it? Was it like in the summertime or the spring? Like what? What happened? When? Um, when? Summertime. <laughs> How do we want to approach this? Which way do we want? It was to back walk? summertime. <laughs> it was in the fall. It was in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. A very ominous night. He he was wearing a. Nothing. Probably a flannel. Nothing. Nothing. Flannel. <laughs> I was wearing a, I was wearing a hooded sweatshirt. This is a pullover. Well, it's all true, but this is a hundred percent true. A cooler <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, probably. We went to, we went to that practice yeah. space, like where spas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, way out in. We were doing. Where mine the hell was it? Mine was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the first time. Yeah. yeah. That story sucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was romantic. Nobody yeah, wants to hear your stories. No one's going to It's funny. Like, I, 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 and then I bumped into Randall over like the next couple of years. Like, like literally bumped into me. It like, was like, holy shit, dude. While we're you both again. getting craft macaroni and cheese at the fucking You like macaroni shop. and cheese too? Holy shit. <laughs> There's a little penis touching in there. No, yeah, a yeah. lot of penis. Yeah, we touched it. 
Mine is a little. Yeah. Tips. Yeah. Clean tips. up. Clean up, clean up on aisle nine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> here it comes. The fucking robot won't shut up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. These fucking guys. <laughs> All right. You want to know something? Yeah. Real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Now let's get real. Now let's get real. So what were we talking about again? <laughs> well. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was how you guys came to be. Oh, them too, or just did as a well. It started right no, there. It started yeah, right it started there. there with that first embrace. That's the beginning. <laughs> and then, um, so me and Tube Toucher were in a band together, and John yeah. and John came out to see it. And then uh, the Chromag show when you guys were playing with the Chromag. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we were playing in Wolfhead. Yeah. Me and yeah. Randall were playing in Wolfhead. Yep, that was the band. Randy's yeah. been asking for a while to start a band up. I'm a stoner, so I procrastinated. Eventually yeah. ran into them at the Cro-Mag show. And... I got kicked out. Eventually, yeah. yeah so I got out kicked out. It was the first time I ever met him. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just met your boy. Yeah. No, we just got together and just jammed, and that's just how we started yeah. the band. And that's how we yep. just write songs and jam. It started. We've in, all known uh, each other since. We wanted high to do school, like anyways. some stone rock, you know, like something different, some doom, you know, and it just some became, heavy metal. But like with the with the four of us together, it just it, it just became something else, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, it's like that. Like we, we just come here, and drink beer, smoke, and then like some music happens. Hell yeah! I left. They might ask me to leave now, but. <laughs> Just put your clothes back on. It'll be all right. Oh, oh dude, it's oh, hot don't, in here, don't dude. Tell them yeah, that. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. What the hell are you doing to us? Over we here? had to take the industrial fan off so you yeah. can hear this. <laughs> um, how about you guys? Uh, how did uh, when the Dayball Breaks come to be an entity? Oh God, um, the band's technically been around for like about fourteen years, fourteen, fifteen years. Wow. Yeah, so um, it's been through, we've been through a lot of lineup changes over the years, um, and part of that is you know because of touring or, or you know uh, actually touring is a it's a huge part of it. Not everybody can really do that, um, but Rob and actually I'll start at the beginning. Steve and I have known each other since middle school. Um, we're, well, yeah, about middle school, and we played in bands together off and on since then. Um, so during the pandemic, we were trying to figure out, I wanted to get some new stuff out there because it was just had been too long, you know? Um, and Steve had actually done a remix of uh, Floyd's Machine a couple of years ago. And I'd been sitting on it because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it. Like I wanted to wait for the right time to release it as like a single or, or something. So we started talking. I was like, man, what if you took some of our other songs that you liked and remixed those did the same type of thing? So that's kind of how until it all collides, the remixes was born. That's where, that's, a, that's where that whole thing came from. Gotcha. Um, so uh, around that same period of time, uh, the bass player and the drummer from Deadbolt had left to do another band. And uh, Rob and Charlie and I had been talking because we were also playing in Sentinel Hill together. And I was like, well, I, you know, I kind of knew where things were going. So I asked them if they would be interested in joining. And um, they both said, yes. Yeah. So we started writing and recording around the time the pandemic was happening and it just came together fucking beautifully. Um, so started thinking about it and I had asked Steve if he wanted to do some stuff on the new record and he did his thing and it came out fucking great. So we decided to make this the thing. So that's kind of how this version of Deadbolt was born really. 
Nice. Hey, are you guys all there, or is it just you? Uh, it's Rob and, and Steve are here. Charlie's not. All right. Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean, <coughs> what's up, guys? Not Does that mean right. I'm talking too much? <laughs> what's up, guys? You're just in awe of Aaron, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I, take when, for the room. When I saw you guys uh, set up, I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, this guy's, like, pedal board is the like taller than i am i'm i'm a short dude but like i was like fuck man wow <laughs> and then like watching you guys like play it was just like this is technical as shit and it's fucking awesome you know like it, it's cool to see how it's all put together like i said you know like oh man it was cool it's really cool no, i i appreciate that i mean we i have a problem as far as gear goes so that's why i have so many pedals <laughs> Dude, that pedal board was sick. <laughs> That's right. No, we we um, I don't I don't know. I mean, like, what do you you know? We we really we've been working on it pretty hard, you know. So for especially for the first show with the brand new lineup, I mean, yeah, I felt pretty good about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're all pretty proud of how it came out. It sounded amazing, and you know, like I've listened to, I think, put down just about everything you guys have on Bandcamp. And, um, and, and angels are welcome. Uh, you know, God is abandoned. Like, boy, yeah, yeah. I listened to that a few, like probably 10 times since I, uh, uh, saw you guys. And I was like, Phew, wow. You know, That's this awesome. is really good shit, man. It's fucking yeah, good. I, the, the new record I think is going to like, if you like the older stuff, I, I think the new record is going to blow you away. I mean, we, with Rob's, drumming i mean we were able to get back to kind of the earlier stuff and add those blast beats back in and um you know add some more of that aggression back in there so the energy record, yeah i mean the new record is just, it's it's got a mix of fucking everything man it's, it's yeah good. when when aaron and i were were doing a lot of the writing that was one of the things that i wanted to do was go back to the the earlier days of the deadbolt stuff when it was when it was really heavy and really aggressive try to mix it up with the newer um uh more ambient kind of kind of stuff. i was gonna say psychedelica yeah yeah definitely yeah so a really really good mix of both of that in here now i mean sometimes in the same song even yeah 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 that shit was gnarly the other night man yeah thank you yeah that's all i had <laughs> <laughs> Not like, we, uh, I appreciate uh, that. Yeah. Well, you guys were insane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, it's fun to see. No, no, Afghan Hayes, you guys were insane. That was an experience. Fucking loud. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah, just glorious, glorious. <laughs> they keep pushing my earplugs in, and I was like, well, they keep popping out. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I, I, I try to put him in my place. Doesn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And and yet again, like when like people like just like you know hear loud music or like like aggressive music or metal in general, and they just like don't understand, you know. And like when you see it live and you can see all the components like coming together, it's really fucking awesome, you know. It's like you got drummer. Idea pounding yeah. you know and then you got you know just fucking 
the power of uh, John, the vocalist, right? Yeah, man. It's yeah, sick. it's just like it's like uh, it's like a roaring kind of like dying bear. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Like it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. I'll take that. I mean, I don't I don't sing, but if I did, I'd be like, yeah, a roaring John's dying bear. Like yeah, it's bear. like. You got like the, the the breath, and it's just like, oh, and like it comes out, and, and oh, it's just fucking good, dude. It's punchy. It's like, it's really good, like, man. God, man. Like he hibernates. He's so quiet, and then like he plays, and it's just like fucking like, holy shit. Dude. Yeah, this is the beast, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, for for like, real, for real. Beat him. Mm-hmm. Just that's like, what that's what what ninety hour work we will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a little ace in the hole. He's got sleep deprivation. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you got like the, like, you just like wake up like after two hours of sleep and you're like, oh, I should just go to work. Let's go. For another Let's go. 12 hours. Let's go do it. <laughs> now you gotta, gotta throw down somehow, man. Dude, that's Get a it good, out there. That's a good fucking point, man. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. <laughs> like when we practice, John's like, I'm like, Multiple twelve-hour days. Always in his work clothes. Oh, he doesn't really, you know. Good for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. If you're like, you know, just grinding all day, you definitely gotta have fun, man. Otherwise, like, yeah, shit just is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. You asked how the band started, like, yeah, me, Randy, and. Uh, Harrison started, you know, jamming, and then, yeah, then John came around, and it was just like, that's it. He's like, hey, I got three hours of sleep last night. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we hadn't gotten that. Yeah. I was like, this dude's good. I hope he's not sleep deprived. Turns yeah. out he was. Yeah. We're working through it. <laughs> Work in progress. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Like, I know. Uh, so I've been, you know always into local music and diving into the scenes and like and it's really cool to be able to like actually get in there and have a really cool music scene in connecticut you know um the shit dude it's awesome it really is hey wait Um, i got for you Ooh, what a twist holy shit Go, 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 before it forgets to go. What's Cave Dweller? What's Cave So basically that was started last year in, during COVID. Um, it was just like a kind of joke thing a friend and I made as a, a group, just a place to share music with our friends. And then a uh, band started kind of reaching out to us and be like, hey, can we share our stuff in here? Said, sure. A group, we made a page to match it. Um, and one year later, we have a website and all this stuff. We got 14,000 uh, viewers uh, in our first 12 months on the website uh, as of last week. So that was that was a big milestone for us. Brendan actually was someone I met through the group we made. We didn't actually know each other until last year, and now he uh, helps us run it, my friend Matt and I. So, yeah, uh, it's just this thing that kind of just happened. How we, how we met. No, You're no, obviously no. Now Rick is no, no that's the same we stumbled thought, across the fucking answer. I thought we were prolific. You guys. Very good. That was good. That was good. Like, we I'm, totally I'm, cut you bang, off. Bang, I'm like, sorry. I don't know what we're doing. No, it's all good. <laughs> was that your question? It's like, yeah, I remember like, I basically was surfing around the internet and I was like, hey, uh, found these guys' uh, page 
which was originally called uh, Not Your Grandfather's Music. And I was like, what the fuck is this? All right, I'll join up and see. And there's like, you know, description, like, we're like, you know, heavy music, blah, 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 blah. No, no um, monster energy bands. And I'm like, all right, I respect that. Like, let's see what's going on. And then I was like, I'm going to post this band. I'm going to, I'm going to post this band and like, see what's going on. And then next thing you know, it was just like awesome responses and just, it was just all positive, you know? So here we are. I mean, you like Brendan as well because you had that positive energy and uh, like we've always, the one thing we always make sure we do is we don't waste our time writing negative reviews. I mean, there's so much good music out there and so many bands that you can support why would you take like an hour out of your day to trash someone's art? You know what I mean? Um, I just don't see the point in that personally. I totally respect that. Like, I, I don't understand negative reviews either, but that's, that's awesome. Like yeah. That. It's easy to be like, Hey, you know, you can share your work in our group or this and that. And like, well, you know, it's just not what we want to cover right now. Yeah. It's just, or, you know, and we're not about like not promoting bands or whatnot, but at, at the same time, it's like, when you're kind of falling in that category of monster energy bands and you're like, well, like, you know, it is that, what that it is. That's not a personal taste on our end, though. We're just not into that. <laughs> right, of course. And so that's why hard. we like that Cave Dweller, that dissonant, like, knuckle dragon riffage, just yeah. like, you know. I mean, we, we don't just cover metal. We're about, like, a lot of other genres as well. But it's just, yeah, whatever we like really is what the group is. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, Aaron, I've, I've never understood negative reviews either. There, there's so little time in the week that I cover, but I mean, we get 200 emails a week from bands yeah. asking for coverage. Um, we cover like 10 out of the 200 because time constraints, having jobs and stuff. Yeah. I'm not going to you know, waste that time saying, well, this album sucked. Yeah. I mean, like, like even, even like with movies, I mean, usually if I see a negative rating on movies, I mean, you know, opinions are so subjective. So those are usually the movies that I like the best anyways. <laughs> yeah, but right. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree, man. It's, it's better to uplift and support, you know, and, and luckily Deadbolt's never had a, I don't think we've ever had a negative review because people don't even, sometimes don't even really know what to like or hate about it, you know, because there's so <laughs> much weird shit that happens. Um, <laughs> this made so me just, think. So we've been kind of lucky with that, you know, but I've seen, you know, negative re- reviews about, you know other bands and i'm just like what the fuck is the point like it's just it's just such a dick move you know so yeah, I wait let me, let me my original question that i was going to ask you so you don't like five finger death punch is that the thing <laughs> no i'm not a fan <laughs> i just want to know, know where i stand in this whole thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no we're not fans uh none of the the cave dweller team are, are fans I, i'm kidding yeah. i i i this one biscuit uh, uh, yeah. a, a friend of mine had free tickets to fucking Limp Biscuit and Godsmack and asked me to go and I was like fuck no and he's like dude I'll buy you beer so I was like okay fine so I went I drank and got really fucking drunk Godsmack was fucking terrible and oh. my finger death punch was expectedly terrible but the dude spoke for fucking like 15 minutes in between every single song and it was just about like God or something I know just about himself and about how powerful he is and you know we will not be let that like I don't know just dumb shit and i'm just like shut the fuck up already <laughs> two, I just, two of my least favorite bands so i, I respect that as well <laughs> i uh, i always expect like with a five-figure death punch thing like military recruiters to come out after the show and be like all right who wants to sign up to the u.s military <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah monster energy drink and a you know 
what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who right. wants to hear cover songs done by a band that's out of doing original music? <laughs> I, I, I do. Say, uh, now. One of our uh, writers actually genuinely loves Limp Bizkit and owns their albums on vinyl. So um, there is one in our team that is a huge Limp Bizkit fan. I was trying to be positive about Limp Bizkit. <laughs> you know, like, like, I was never a fan but like I went back and I watched that the, one of the most recent concerts or whatever, and, and I, I'm not I'm still not a fan. But I got it. I mean, they actually did really fucking well. I was like, holy shit, this isn't like I don't hate it, but yeah. I'm still not a fan. You know, like yeah, I think I was in uh, probably eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade when that uh, they they dropped that album, uh, Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Yeah. And yeah. as you know, getting into music, heavy music, I was like, you know punk rock and all that fun stuff and getting into hardcore music and you know, getting into the straight edge scene at that point in my life. And like, I was like, when biscuit is like, what they, there was the, uh, what's fucking, um, faith. You got to have faith. Fucking, uh, George Michael cover. George yeah. 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 So you got George Michael. Right. And you're just like, all right. You know, you're like, Ah, for me, I was like, what? Oh, right, covered that. Seventh, eighth grade, yeah. like, or like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then, like, <laughs> ah, I don't know. After that, I was like, no, no. Like, they we, we, that, we gotta, um, like, the there's so too. many cool bands out there. <laughs> we can't pay attention to this. Trying to say, or did not do it for the Nookie? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I'm more on like that that cookie, cookie monster wave. Like I did it all for the cookie, bro. The nookie. Um, I just I always remember like when I was in school as well because I'm younger than Brandon. Um, was when they brought out that that chocolate starfish album and there was that part in that song that everyone who was like 11 thought was badass. Where they're like, um. If I say fuck one more fucked up time, there's 36 fucks in this fucked up rhyme. And everyone who's like 11 is like, oh. <laughs> the only thing I like about that album is the name Chocolate Starfish. It's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather the uh, Leather Terrio. Uh, I think it's a better option. I will say, like, I'm not going to write off, like, New Metal entirely because I will say that I am unashamedly a Corn fan. Like, I, I genuinely love corn and i used to do like the earlier stuff like on a regular basis i think they're one of the bands that really stood out from that period yeah you recommended an album for me to listen to and i did and it wasn't 100 percent terrible and i don't Tissues. remember the name tissues that's my yeah, that's my favorite yeah, yeah. album that's, yeah that's my favorite corn album yeah the, the the first record they did was fucking it was so good it still is like i actually i saw them on that tour at the sting in new britain which is like this tiny little place and it was it was Marilyn Manson, Corn, and Danzig, and and nobody really knew who Marilyn Manson was at the time, so they were like walking around the audience in drag, and everybody was like, yeah. was like Fuck these guys, but but I remember like the whole show was pretty fucking good, but yeah, that first Corn record was actually really good. Yeah, that one that was it's pretty raw. That one's like a yeah. it hits hard. That album. Yeah, I remember that one being good, and then I was like, <clears throat> after that, I I just. I didn't know what happened. I don't know. Well, it just... The thing about like the thing about them that I like, I mean, they've never really cared about staying within like the metal genre. They've always kind of like brought out something for them. They're like they had some pop stuff and then there's something oh, like electronic yeah. stuff in there, and they never really cared about like sticking to like one sound or being metal. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of respect that to some extent. They like they were heavy. Who are you? 
they liked being heavy, and that's like what we could all get around, I guess. Okay, so you guys, what about both bands? Uh, what got you into heavy music? Like, what were the bands that broke you guys into the scene? Barry Manilow, the Carpenters. <laughs> I'm writing that down as Barry Manilow. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> yeah, First yeah. record that got me into music was Def Leppard, Pyromania. Oh okay. yeah, that's the first record that got me into music. So that I'll stop playing music. As far as what I play, uh, I guess like Integrity and Bolt Thrower and shit like that. New York hardcore, mix and match of everything. But the first record ever, Def Leppard, Pyromania. Hell yeah! Awesome. Heard of them, but they're pretty fucking good. Bad band. albums. <laughs> <suck>. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Oh, shut the fuck up. You know what? It's when I was a kid, hard, I didn't bro. get that record. For me, it was Iron Maiden. Which one? Oh, sorry. Which one? Iron Maiden. Killers. Tell him. Don't Killers? hurt me. Wow. Yeah. Iron Maiden Killers for Eric there. They're beautiful. They're rich. Yo. We got rich with us now. So Rich sings for Murder Monday. Yeah, he just hopped in. He's our neighbors. In. Well, we hang out. Heard. Welcome. For me, he uh, probably Pantera. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So then, vulgar display of power was yeah. fucking no. ripped. Yeah. Rip I mean, that was I when mean, I, I don't have to fucking, say that. You know, loud, you know fourteen going to keg parties in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome well, for me, time. it was like it was yeah, like my like punk rock hardcore know. friends liked this metal band, and you know, it was, it was kind of like crossover. Yeah, in a way. that was a massive yeah, one voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, that was like '91, '92. Oh. All right, we're holding these guys up. All right, go on. Who else is next? I know. Me personally, it was the That's first Black Sabbath record, 100. <laughs> percent yeah, well, I, I grew up wor worshiping Pink Black Floyd. Um, <laughs> your early stuff only, like Dark Side of the Moon, I can't stand, and everything after that was just rubbish. Oh, yeah. but, um, but for me, I liked 80s power metal, so Hellstar, Halloween, all that biz. Um, but what really got me into the sludge is Neurosis. Yeah, fucking Neurosis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that was, yeah. like... Through silver and blood was mind altering. Yeah. Did you ever catch them in New Haven at the Tune In when they had like the screen back of them playing? Uh, I, I've seen them a shitload of times. I, I never saw them at the Tune In, but um, I think the 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 first four or five times I saw them, they they were doing the videos. But then um, the last couple times they stopped doing that. So, but but it's still like it's still the same fucking just aggressive. Dude, I, I just walked into a show. I don't remember which one, but like they were playing. I think they were headlining, and it was just fucking sick. Yeah, I the first time I saw him was the Contamination tour. I don't know if you guys remember that at all. It was um, was that Relapse Records or one of those? It was Contamination tour. So it was, it was today is the day. Unsane, um, Neurosis. There was all these fucking bands in the Clinton Gymnasium in Clinton, Clinton, Massachusetts. And I'd never seen Neurosis before, and, and like all the bands are going on. Unsane played a fucking ten minute set, which is brutal. And um, by the time Neurosis went on, everybody just calmed down and quieted down. And they just like were mesmerized by everything they were fucking doing. It was just yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably one of the fucking top ten bands ever. They, they're like the modern day Pink Floyd. They're fucking amazing. Yeah. I saw them at college like a couple oh. of years ago. 
for me, uh, that <clears throat> Times of Grace was my first introductory to uh, Neurosis. Yeah, it's a good one. It is fucking really good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, getting into all that heavy music and this and that, and I was like, oh, wow, what's this? You know, that came out like ninety eight, ninety nine, like. Yeah. We got some of that too. Did, did you ever do that thing where you play um, Grace by Tribes of Neurot and Times of Grace together at the same time? Oh yeah, wow. I did it. Mm. No. Yeah, they, they they fucking they match up. It's like so. Um, the flaming the flaming lips did the same thing, but the the flaming lips lips had a, a four CD set that was supposed to go together, and you play all four at the same time. But Tribes of Neurot, which is basically Neurosis guys, Grace and Times of Grace, if you play them at the same time, it's like they they coincide together. It's really fucking neat. So no shit. Yeah, we, we got my, my ex and I one night got really fucked up, and we just like sat back in a car like on the side of the highway. And we had one in a boombox, and the other was in the in the stereo of the of the car, and uh, it's quite a fucking experience. Yes. I was gonna say, is this on YouTube yet, or what? Like, um, I, well, I mean, I'm sure. Like, I combined them myself through through like Cakewalk or something years ago, but I'm sure you can find it. It's, it's just both bands. You know, they released a record that kind of coincides together. You had to do like a mashup and release it. Let's do it. <laughs> The first time John, our guitarist here in Afghanistan, and I saw Neurosis was at a roll, abandoned roller skate rink in Enfield, Connecticut. And today was the opener, and it was raining, and you could skateboard on the slick ass floor yeah. <laughs> and do power slides forever. Green Day Neurosis. Imagine that. That's Holy fucking. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun. They were fucking wild as fuck. Teeny poppers kicking around. Nobody there. It's just like us. There was like everybody away. The roses, Green Day, us, and about it. But it was like 30 people there. If you told me this morning I was going to hear that story. Well, Green Day is like our buddy was cousins with Billy Joe from Green Day, so yeah. it made it even more, yeah, more sure. eventful night. Stop lying. It made it more <laughs> intimate. Yeah, it was cool. Rollerblades? <laughs> yeah, I brought my rollerblades. Yeah. And we skate went on backwards into the guys from Green Day were like, ooh, yeah, guys from Green Day. <laughs> we, shot, we shot the duck. They were like, yeah. you have the time. <laughs> We oh, shot man. the duck together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we got we got Josh here from uh, Versa now too. So what's Hi. Yeah. <laughs> the, the crowd keeps growing on this side now. over here. Sorry. Guys. A whole bunch of bands in a practice spot. Yeah. So we just keep rolling. We all we all yeah. share a space here. It's a beautiful oh, well. space. Yeah. Do you guys uh, do like a ton of collaborations? Or like, or do you guys um, share a bunch of uh, members? Sorry, uh, your collaborations like you know you you got all like, your practice space and you guys all kind of know each other. Like, do you guys have you like all done like a big kind of group thing together yet or no? Orgy, but like <laughs> nothing. Yeah. We, we, we've also it. done a group. Ah, shit, that's not for OnlyFans or uh... OnlyFans. No. <laughs> We get high and drunk together. John, don't get embarrassed. Well, then, um, if ever anyone was in need for a band member to like fill in or do whatever, like of course. Eric, and now we're gonna in. touch tips. 
Josh, how did you crazy? Josh, they were asking earlier how people got into like doom metal and metal in general. Uh, <laughs> come closer, please. I feel like hey, touching the tips. Well, uh, I got a question for both bands. Josh um, is bath over here. That's a that's a good one. Acid, what was it acid bath? Yeah, yeah. yeah Josh is right. Where he is today, it's it's like it's one of those bands where they they kind of okay. broke up right after two perfect albums. <laughs> they weren't happy about that actually. They didn't, they labeled it that. Oh yeah, well they're uh, yeah. Was that Rotten Records? by a drunk driver. Yeah, yeah it's, they have some drama, but like it's still fucking good. It's I'll so tell you, good. I hate God though. Oh, dude, I yeah, <laughs> I hate God. Fuck yeah. I hate God is. Oh, Church of Misery. And boobies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a million for boobies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How you doing over there? Boy. So when... We're looking at porn. <laughs> when the deadbolt breaks... Porn. We're looking at British porn. When's too, the right? next guy... Yeah. What's the next time you guys are playing? Uh, at this point, we're playing on 31st at uh, 33 Golden. With uh, okay. Yatra and High Reaper, I think. Yeah, I'm going. Should be That's good. A good That's yeah, a fucking Yatra really good show. Band. Yeah, Yatra. 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 Yeah, we, we played with um we played with both of them at uh South by Southwest in Texas. So um, that was, that was actually my first time seeing them, and they they both put on fucking excellent shows. So yeah, in a, in a small club like 33, it should be pretty good show. <laughs> Hell yeah, Aaron, it's, you know uh, it, from. Oh, D.C. Area. Okay. What's that? I said, do you know where Yatra's from? Randall said D.C. Yeah, around that area. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's Maryland somewhere. I'm not really positive where. Dude, that, ba- that band is so good. That band yeah, is so good. Yeah, they are. Yep. Where is that? Parts <laughs> unknown. Yo, the green bastard, parts unknown. <laughs> It's trailer park, boys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Brendan, I think you said you had a question just before. Oh, um, what was uh, I, oh, you guys, uh, most awkward show moment that you guys had? Uh, 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 <laughs> like every time? <laughs> I've got a couple. Embarrassing. It's just natural. I don't know what the fuck. I've got a couple, but I, I played on a big stage once, and I had a, uh, I want to say a 50-foot cable. It was probably, like, 20. And, like, I just finally, like, got room to, like, move around and just, like, pulled it right out of my fucking amp. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, like, looking cool, you know, playing. And then you think, scrambling, like, was where's this fucking base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, look at you coming to your rock and roll. Like, I would, yeah, I would guess, I think my, my most embarrassing time is the time that Eric was making sexual advances to me while we were trying to play. I was trying and to it keep was time. Really weird. It I was, was trying to keep really, time. Really weird. That's, well, I'm going with that. Harrison, what do you say? Yeah. But see, you black out drunk. I told you pelvic thrust. I mean, it's like one, two, three, four. Yeah, I don't really have any embarrassing ones. I mean, I guess the only awkward he's being shy. Harrison has mad moments. Like the cord that they provide you with is fucking shit. Yeah, you start sounding like Mr. Yeah, I do it. What the fuck, bro? (laughs) And you know, it's not your fault. 
fucking sound guy. And it's like, dude, I need a new cord, bro. Josh, what do you think, man? What's your most embarrassing time? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, I never heard you embarrassed. <laughs> Josh is a confident motherfucker. Just put that in the record. I just close my eyes and never like look at anybody. What about you guys? Let's hear it. Yeah. Where are you most? Where are you most embarrassed in your? You know. Yeah. Was when the penis fell off. I'm sure. Well, my most awkward experience was I was in a. 80s hair metal cover band out west and uh we did a show with this guy we brought him in and he did a what did he do i beg your pardon what did he do with the band sing um no this this guy um he he brought like a 16 track digital recorder with him everywhere he went and he played guitar and he sang and he did like metallica cover tunes and all this other stuff basically by himself and we brought him along for one of our shows um and you know we were we were a cover band so we were playing to packed houses and stuff because everybody wanted to hear 80s hair metal it was you know guitar hero was just coming out everybody was into it um and this guy was like oh i'm gonna get you one of my shows i'm gonna get you guys on one of my shows and we said okay cool so he brought us out to colton california which if you've ever been there, nope. <laughs> well, their biggest industry is they make live cast horse dildos. <laughs> and um, so that is an interesting story. Oh, artificial horse dissemination or? Uh, no, 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 for, for pleasure. <laughs> and um, so uh, he brought us out there and we got to the venue and there was literally no one there like usually you're playing for the other bands in a case like that but in this case it was just this one awkward dude with a 16 track recorder and a whole <laughs> fistful of apologies and right. you know thanks <laughs> and so uh, yeah at, at that point um we we just stopped halfway through the second set we were like you know what we're just gonna stop and go home <laughs> and, that, and that i think was, I, anyway. I think that was the right thing to do yeah there was yeah. a dildo tree in your man <laughs> harrison were you listening to that horse dildos <laughs> yeah. we, so deadbolt played a um a festival up in canada um it was doom over toronto i think and we showed up and we were planning on, we, we had like an hour and a half before we went on because there's two other bands or whatever. So we get up there and as soon as we pulled up, we, were, we felt like we were a little bit late. The guy's like, oh, the band's canceled. Two of the bands canceled out. Can you guys go on right now? So we're like, fuck, yeah. So we just took our shit from the van. We put it right up on stage. And you were talking about the pedal board earlier. And um, I had a cable that was out. And with that many pedals and that many fucking cables, I had to go through every single one. So now I'm like scrambling and struggling, trying to get through them fucking like, they're about to turn off the lights and I still haven't even tuned up yet. Cause I can't get my pedal board to work. So finally last second, I finally got up to work and we were able to do the show, but it's like, it was 10 minutes of sweating trying to figure out what cable it was. That was bad. You know, no, it felt like bad. an hour and a half. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Big fucking, it was a big struggle. I'm sweating my ass off. Cause it was probably, I think it was like the middle of August or some shit. It was just, <laughs> you know, but I still bring the same pedal board around. I just upgraded my, my uh, cables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
times where every second feels like an hour. Seriously, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even had a fucking drink yet. I just pulled in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I I, uh, I went to a bar like, the other night with uh, my my wife. Was like, hey, my best friend's out with her uh, wife. Let's like go out and meet up. Blah blah blah. So we go to this place. There's supposed to be this band. Like they do a bunch of covers and this and that and something happened something similar to them and uh but it was like an hour and a half and i think they had to get like a board or something and i was just like yeah i'm over it we're gonna go you know like it just sucks like so i'm glad like your 10 minute fiasco wasn't like me where i was like legit like like what are we doing here let's go like i'm done i'm tired like there's nothing going on yeah, I mean, it, it could have gone completely south, but I mean, luckily enough, we were, I was able to save it and figure it out, and we, we played a, a good set, so it was just the struggle, you know? Yeah, <laughs> equipment failures are, are just rad. Um, yeah. we, had a, we had a show in... Um, oh, sorry? Oh, oh, sorry, we had a show out, um, out west where... Um, I was doing keyboards and guitar at the time, and my keyboard was a Roland JX8P, which had a very specific power cable. So you couldn't oh, yeah. grab like a power cable off the shelf and plug it in. <laughs> and I forgot the power cable. And so I took two guitar strings and some gaffers tape, and I made a power cable out of two guitar strings. And if you... <laughs> If you know anything about electronics, which I don't, <laughs> you realize that what I had done was I made a fuse. <laughs> and in the middle of my keyboard solo for jump, so that that part, the motherfucker burst into flames. <laughs> and I had flames coming out of my keyboard and everybody thought it was the most rad thing they had ever seen. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, no, I almost just lit the venue on fire. We almost had great white on our hands. Thank you. <laughs> so equipment failures are fun for everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I saw, you know, the, the band Septic Flesh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw those guys live a few years back. And the uh, venue, which was like a pretty, was the biggest venue in the city at the time for metal. Uh, blew a fuse partway through their set and the whole grid went down and it was down <laughs> for like 15 minutes and the band was just like awkwardly standing on stage waiting for it to come back online and that was like super uncomfortable Dude, that, that happened at one of the metal festivals i saw at the palladium up in washer mass the the band i forget what band it was they were on stage they were like throwing cassettes out of their you know because like the, like single cassettes or whatever and one of the dudes winged it so hard that it hit the fucking soundboard and the soundboard went out completely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that sucks for you. He's <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah. Death by cassette tape. <laughs> I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, we touched on um, when the Deadbolts book and uh, opening up for a Yatra. And High Reaper, but Afghan Hayes has got a show coming up with Churchbird. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to hang out that night, play, hang out with those dudes, hang out with, you know, with who's ever playing, whoever's showing up to like hang. 
<laughs> Whoever's down to hang, you're down to hang with them. <laughs> yeah. Always. 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 Yeah. yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. It's been played for like a year. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like, you guys have all this, like, new music and all that coming out. Um, is that all, like, kind of like a blessing from COVID? Or is it, like, kind of like... Matter of COVID is going on yeah. or not, we just are constantly writing. I mean, it, it just, we're just constantly writing. It doesn't matter. It's someone walks out of the room. Some, we have a song by the time someone walks back into the room. It's just, we're jamming, we're stoned, we're high, we're drunk, and we just make music. Eric walks back in, or Melnick walks back in and singer. Like, what the hell is that? I don't know. We just made it up. Better fucking record it and bang, we have a song. So, yeah. <laughs> That's just how shit happens. It doesn't matter. COVID, no COVID. I don't age. <laughs> Harrison is a rip No, no, I'm not saying yeah, that. No, it's just, are. nah, come that. on, man. Like, we just, it's, we just work together, man. I, I just get stoned. I zone out. I play something. Randy kicks a beat. Yeah. Eric comes in, plays a badass fucking, you know, funky, groovy fucking bass line. Melody zones out and we have a song. It's, hell yeah. It's just natural. We just keep jamming, playing music, playing music good yep keep going there's no real pattern to what we're doing anyways it's like it's not like we try to so, do just doom stoner whatever the fuck it is it's whatever feels natural if you go from a stoner riff to a black metal riff to a hardcore riff to a tripped out thing there's no real pattern just put it man you know so again it, it just keep writing it's just constantly writing again like today eric was late for practice I love you, Eric. It doesn't matter. But we came up with three songs. Like, we just sit here having beers and drinking. Three songs, three riffs, badass things are written. It's just, that's how I like to write, and that's how it works for us. So, you know, that's why our songs are very complex. You're not going to hear an Afghan hate song. What did he do? Eh, it's pretty easy. (laughs) I don't go fucking crazy. I know my limitations. I know what I'm doing. Nice. So, uh, with all that going on, uh, so we got the reality, we got Church Bird, Yatra, and High Reaper. Um, if you guys could open up for uh, like a perfect show, like each band, um, oh, like who would you want to open up for? Like, 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 what's your what's your fucking perfect night, guys? Jingle alive as well. Any artist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be alive, dead. Like, like let's fucking let's, let's slow it down. Like, let's set the rules. Let me are just, these bands that yeah. are still in, around, or are they broke up? Randall Doesn't team. matter. I got, I got. Ideal, uh, fantasy, like anything. Like you can do a hologram of a dead musician. The band could be brought back together. Anything, any band. Got yeah, it. man. Yeah. 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 Hologram tour. Yeah, we right? are. Yeah. We here, Afghan Hayes. Our biggest influence is um, actually. Alanis Morissette. We love. <laughs> <know. laughs> First uh, album. Yeah, I mean, wrong. You know, I love it. She, she, I don't know. You know, the <laughs> she song in your mother's car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I could, uh, if I could play with anybody, yeah. Jesus Christ, I gotta think about it. Aaron, you go ahead, man. You, you, you do this one. after Alanis. But I, I, I think you said it right <laughs> there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> we we would open for Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, the second coming! Ow! I'm kidding. 
<laughs> well played, no. sir. Why did I not think of that? <laughs> no, I, I, I think on I, I think on my side, like I mean, I'm gonna say Pink Floyd probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't even fucking know. Like it's a weird. That's a yeah. It's kind of a heavy question. It is. It's heavy. Fucking Rorschach. That's a mix. And us. Yeah, Rorschach. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I was gonna go along the lines of like bolt thrower and integrity, but that's that's my thing. I'm not gonna go way back to like Jimmy. H- I mean, I was like, Christ. I hate God. That'd be a cool show. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah that'd be fun. I'm yeah, down. Fun. All right, yeah. all right. Yeah. I hate that's God. Bill. Or integrity. You mean the first album? Those appear tomorrow. Yes. And Season the size of days will always be one of my absolute favorites. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, that's You're all. You're in the right room. Yep. <laughs> the thing is, in the room with us, we can see him, but they can't see us, John. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> from back in the days. What about you guys, Aaron? No, for me, it would I, be. You know what? It would be like uh-oh, this. Oh, hit it! Hit it! Spite. Oh, bury your dead in the Acacia strain. Bury your dead. Yes, dude. Those guys, I think, for like. Uh, well played. Growing up, get out. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. A Casey Strange, so much fun, dude. Like, oh, I love it. I fucking love it. What do these guys got? What you guys got? What else? Who else got music? Rob, <laughs> drummer, keyboardist. Come on, what do you got? What do I, we got? I I think it would be probably Five Finger Death Punch and Godsmack. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not trying to bring everything back full circle, but I, it's like I, a Seinfeld episode it just yeah. turned in on itself. <laughs> what about Five Finger Death Punch and Godsmack exclusively playing Limp Bizkit covers? Oh, dude, I'm so there. I'm in. I'm fucking totally in. As long as they do it all for the Nookie, that's all I care about. <laughs> well, I think that's that's a that's a tough there question is. because you know you say who do you want to open for and. Part of me says, oh, yeah, Cult of Luna, you know, totally. But then the other part says, well, I don't want to seem like I suck. So I want someone who really blows to go after me. So that they're like, oh, my God, that opening band just killed it and stole this show, you know? It, it is. It's a, it's a really fucking hard question. I mean, you know. I mean, if anything, I mean, obviously, I mean, Black Sabbath would be fucking great, but you know, at the same time, that would be hard to hard hard shoes to fill, you know? Yeah. Right. We had one uh, guest say that they would flip it and have Michael Jackson's hologram open for them. <laughs> Not a bad way to we go. Did. How about Michael Jackson's monkey? I mean. Bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> it's bubbles. I'm blowing bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you guys all know that clown? Really? Bubbles? Really? Yeah. Get over here. <laughs> uh, I have uh, one last question for you guys uh, for the night. What is the weirdest lineup that you've seen of bands put together at a live show? Like, when you got there and like, why is this band opening for that? And why are they playing on the same set list? <laughs> open for a Led Zeppelin cover band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it made no fucking sense. Worst band I ever <laughs> opened for anybody was fucking 
band called Gumball. They were horrible. They were always hoping for Dinosaur Jr. They were horrible. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think when the Cro-Mags opened for Michael Bolton, that's what I kind of had no faith in. No faith in. <laughs> I think for, for me, it was probably, I saw David Bowie and he and uh, the Blue Man group opened up, well, and I thought that was the weirdest fucking thing. Bowie, what? <laughs> you sure that was an acid trip? What's that? Are you sure that wasn't an acid trip? No, it was no. up in the meadows. It was it was the Blue Man group, Moby and David Bowie. That was the weirdest lineup. You Moby, this- it was, dude, it was fucking like Moby and David Bowie made sense kind of because at the time Bowie was doing more electronic type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychedelic. But the fucking Blue Man Group, like, I saw them at the Charles Playhouse, and it was cool, because it was a small, confined theater and shit. But you put them in the daylight in a giant theater, and it just didn't fucking make sense, you know? And I'm, it was a good show, but Blue Man Group's opening was really fucking strange. <laughs> I have seen Blue Man Group live, and they are good, but it, is, it makes no sense with Bowie at all. Not a bit. Not a fucking <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the Blue Man Group with my wife. I was going to say 2013 or something. And it was like the only thing that happened at the event. And it was like, I don't know. It was Blue Man Group. Right. You got to do it once, right? Dude, so I've only seen him. I saw him. The first time I saw him was at the Charles Theater in Boston. So that's their hometown or whatever. And it was a super small place. And I did a lot of acid when I was younger. Like a lot of acid. So we're sitting there and like they do this thing where towards the end of the show they they have all these paper towel rolls in front of the stage and in back of the stage and they pull them out and they they put them out of the audience and you know basically by the middle of the by the middle of this last song you're covered in paper towels and it's like you're pulling them from the front pushing them towards the back <laughs> and i was fucking like i didn't know what the fuck end was up i felt like i was having a flashback like it was really fucking strange man that was a rough thing. and also next thing you know the the paper towels are all gone because they're all in one spot and the Blue Man group's up on stage taking a bow, and the music's off. And it was just, I was like, holy fuck. I felt like I was literally going through a flashback. It was the strangest fucking thing. <laughs> oh, my God. The scariest, the most disorienting live show I've been two hours, like, not sober, was Portal. That was uh, oh. not, not a good band to see when you're really messed up. Those guys are fucking fast. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the the what's his name, the caretaker, the huge six foot something dude, came out with a clock on his head and yeah. held like those weird tentacle gloves out. And I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah, those guys are fucking insane. Jesus, I can't say I've seen any weird lineups, but I can imagine some like Mr. Lifto opening for the Spice Girls. <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool. What the fuck is Mr. Lifto? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to find out tonight. <laughs> is he a He-Man character? <laughs> no, he's he's a chap, right? And he, he uses his genitals for lifting things. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, like weights and that <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> genitals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the way the weirdest lineup i've seen was uh i saw obituary live and they're playing cause of death in full the whole album start to finish and uh they chose this two-man punk band from my city that wore borat mankinis 
um, <laughs> and played political songs about dolphins. And uh, it was it was like the weirdest choice I have ever seen. It made no sense for obituary whatsoever. Like, like, dude, it's obituary. You can have like any of the death metal bands in town. There's so much like good extreme metal here, and they chose those guys. It was it was a really weird choice. Oh, that's fucking yeah, it's bizarre, dude. Yeah. I, I just found out like uh, Andrew WK played drums for Obituary for a little while, like on some of the tours. Oh, really? Yeah, like I, I don't even know if this is a real thing, but I was reading an article about that. I was like, holy fuck, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Wait, wait, is this the Hard Times, the Onion? What's going on? No, no, it was it was a real magazine. I, like I, I don't know. I think it was like one tour or two tours he filled in for like over the past quite a few years. So Wikipedia that. Yeah. Google it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's wrong. <laughs> well, maybe the uh, two-man Borat Mankini band won a radio contest or something. And- <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that would explain so much, because I've been like, still questioning that. That was the last live show I went to last February until like last week, so it's been stuck in my brain since February, like, replaying it over and over again. Like, why were they opening? <laughs> <laughs> So are you guys in the Massachusetts area? So, so um, Brendan, I'm in the uh, Hartford area. Okay. I'm in San Diego, um, okay. but I moved to the U.S. from Australia last year. All right. Cool. Uh, you, dude, are you going to the Ghost Inside show at the Palladium? So isn't that the same night of an, another person? Like, No. Wait. I feel like there's something important going on that night that should be. I should. I want to do that, but there's something going on, right? Sick of it. Sick of it all is playing at Cherry Street. That's Ooh. what I was thinking of. Yes. Like, okay. So, do I want to go see Sick of It All, or do I want to like, like, listen? I would love a Casey Strain. Like, I think it would be fucking so much fun. Um, it, it would just like bring it back to like those days where like my back didn't hurt in the mornings and just like fucking right dude like let's get wrecked like yeah i don't know man but then it's like do i want to go fucking sing along and like you know like what if they like i like play like you know this like the top tens off of friggin' built to last like like what are we gonna do like i don't want to miss that yes i dude i agree um i'm going because of the fact that i've never seen every time i die I know so there's that too and they're like all right so you know Chase Street Chasing is like what like 20 bucks and you can pay 50 bucks to like pre-order your tickets and it's like I don't know I'm gonna flip a coin and I'm gonna figure it out I would like I would enjoy either night and um it's not on like it's like a weeknight each night right uh no it's gotta be Saturday are you sure yeah, I, don't, I feel like it's a weeknight. I, why do I feel like that? I don't know. Saturday. I can't fuck. Oh, if it's a Saturday, then I'm definitely going to just flip a coin and go. I don't know. Maybe it's every time I die. Yeah. Uh, did you watch their live thing they did? Uh, and they're talking about like trying to get everything back together. And the guy's like, they talk to their producer and they're like, hey, man, what's up? Every time I drive, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen it, it was good yeah they're they're a great man they they uh you know they rip it up good energy 
um, so basically, we're coming up to like the time limit for the, the uh, podcast that we do. Um, so I just want to say, obviously, thanks for coming on the show to both of you guys. But before we wrap up, uh, is there any like last minute things people should check out or keep an eye out for? Anything people should be uh, following in the next few weeks that you guys are putting out or anything like that? Murder Monday. <laughs> <clears throat> That's like the worst Monday ever. <laughs> so listen to music, man. No matter what it is. Listen to it. Yeah, uh, When the Devil Breaks, we've got a couple albums coming out this year, hopefully towards late fall on Argonauta Records and uh, Electric Talon Records. And then we're going to be at the uh, Maryland Doom Festival October 29th. We had a couple of small shows locally in Connecticut uh, in between then, so you can check them out on our Facebook and all that. Awesome. Thanks. And uh, anything from uh, Afghan Hayes? Hey, just keep listening, keep playing, have a good time, man. It's all. Yeah, we're doing the church burn show in um, September. A couple stuff like throughout that. I don't know. That's going to be a good show. Yeah, nine twenty-five. I'm I'm going to that. Like, I, is, oh yeah, I'm excited. September booze, weed. Satan. Yeah. That's all I need. <laughs> Booze, weed, Satan. That's all we know. And then obviously, just like keep an eye out for those EPs you guys talked about, right? Yeah, that'd be really cool. What was that, right. dude? Your EP? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Burn Offering. Yeah. One, the new one coming up. It's coming. We're, next couple months, we'll be jumping in the studio. It's coming, man. It's coming. Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for taking the time and having a chat with us. Uh, you know, like it was like an hour and a half of your time. So we appreciate it. Well, yeah, Thank you for well, having us. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. No worries. Thanks, guys. And uh, good luck with uh, the upcoming albums. Hope they turn out great. Yeah, oh, I guess they will. It was, it was nice, like, hanging with you guys tonight, virtually or whatever. You know? <laughs> Yeah, you guys sounded fucking like so good the other night. Fucking Charlie was playing really good bass to you guys. So thanks. Hey, you know we need to do more shit together. Um, Yeah, I'll reach out to you guys because we got a show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, on the thirtieth of October. So I'm not sure if you guys would be interested in that or not. Probably. All right. I'll um I'll reach out to John. We'll talk. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. All right, guys. Oh yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. And thanks to everyone who listened tonight. And uh, see you next time. Thank you.